Welcome back to Better or Worse Than Transformers. We take movies and TV shows and tell you whether they are better or worse than the most mediocre movie ever made, Michael Bay's Transformers. I'm your host, Joseph. With me, I'm my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? And Christian. How's it going? In anticipation of Shane Black's Predator, which has come out next week, I think? I believe so. Ian, you're the release date king. Yep, Predator is next week. Next week. Uh, we are going to do the other Predator movies, except for we may only do two of the other Predator <laughs> yeah. movies. One of them is really bad. One of them is bad, and so we may not do that one. <laughs> Before we get into that, Ian, you got some news for us? Uh, yeah, so there's actually some big news on the Marvel front. Uh, they released a bunch of photos from Captain Marvel. It had some, basically some plot information. It's gonna looks like it's gonna buck the traditional origin story, and Yay. she's already basically been Captain Marvel, the superhero for a while, and she's part of a uh, Star Force. It's part of like how they described it in the article was it's a SEAL Team Six in space, and it's got Korath, who is Dujamain Husana from. Oh, I'm saying that wrong. That is so wrong. How but do you it say was it? A, Jimon Hansu. Dude, my way's better. <laughs> but from Guardians. Yep. And it's going to have a, a basically a couple other characters. And um, it has Nick Fury, another set photo that released. And he's got hair. He's digitally de-aged. Um, her suit they showed looks good. Jude Law. And they also, the first shot of the, the scrolls. Yep. Uh, there's a beat shot. And I think they look good. Yeah, what, I, th- I thought think? they looked pretty yeah. good. I like the scrolls. I mean, they reminded me pretty heavily of... Piccolo from Dragon Ball Evolution. Yep. Oh, yeah, uh, that's a good point. Um, but I still think it, like, knowing what the scrolls look like, I think this is a good... Like, yeah, and, and scrolls are an alien race um, that are always trying to fight the Kree who have yep. been in a bunch of Marvel movies, and they shapeshift. And what it, the other thing they announced was Mendo's going to be playing a shield agent. So the scrolls are... Who's a scroll? So Mendo's yeah. playing a scroll who's, who, in a human form, is a shapeshifting form, and he's going to be enthralled in shield. So, you know, there's going to be some level of deception going on. For sure. But and uh, and and no doubt, besides this movie introducing uh, you know another power player into the Marvel universe, a large part of this movie is the introduction of the scrolls and the idea that because they're shapeshifters, they can be anyone yep. in the Marvel universe and could have been anyone in the Marvel universe for the last you know all of the movies. So look so, at you, Hawkeye. <laughs> um, it looks like Lee Pace is also so yep, Ronan's going to be in, back. in Star Force. Jude Law's character, who is. Marvel. They haven't officially announced, but they keep referring to him as the leader of the Star Force, which is it's totally going to be Marvel. Korath, who I talked about, and then Minerva. Minerva, who yeah. I guess isn't. I mean, we need to hurt for some of this. Minerva um, is a classic villain, a Captain Marvel villain, and so they're setting her up to be this, like the sequel. Yeah. So in this one, I think from what I understand, their interpretation of the movie is she's like the hot new cadet until Captain Marvel. What's her name? Um, Brie Larson. Larson. Oh, no, Carol Danvers. Yeah, Carol yeah. Danvers shows up, and uh, Marvel kind of turns all his attention to her, and, and Minerva gets you know, a little jealous. Basically, it sounds like the same thing that happened to, um, what's his face, in Doctor Strange. Baron Mordo. Baron Mordo. Yeah. yeah. Who say his name Joe Forrest Joseph? I can't remember Ch- which one Ch- he is. Ch- oh, Chuatilla Ch- 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 <laughs> Yeah. Every episode we have to get him to throw it out there. If we can work I should, in, I should if, just do a whole episode where we just go yeah. through names. If we can work in a Chuatilla every episode, I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna feel good about it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, all the shots look good. I'm excited for that. I'm movie. excited for it too. Yeah, so I think I think it's also, gonna be also like it's weird because it hasn't really been that long, but I already feel like I'm in Marvel withdrawal. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like uh, this n- absence of one coming up in November <laughs> is upsetting me. And Ant Man and Wasp was so forgettable. So it feels like it's been since April and Fennyworth has really had a movie. Yeah, you know. 
And I think this has a lot of potential for, like, Easter eggs. Like, I could see a Nova being worked in, Howard the Duck. You could see a maybe earlier Guardians characters. So, I mean, like, I would like to see maybe, like, Peter Quill with the Ravengers. Maybe but like kid, you Peter know how they always throw in a random cameo, like in Thor: The Dark World, like Loki turns into Captain America. You know what I mean? It's always yeah. something weird. So like I could see like you know a, a young Star Lord or a young Drax. Gamora, Drax, or you know if we're on Thanos, maybe like Thanos just crushing somebody. You I think there's I mean? a real potential you'll see Thanos in this movie. Yeah, because I mean he would be ruling the galaxy right For sure. now, and I, like it's all about Thanos right now. He's I, your breakout character out of that movie you you have to explain where she's been for 20 years yep and um it wouldn't surprise me like if she was just in like a thanos prison yep. somewhere well the other thing actually you're probably right they're gonna show because i did read that they they did confirm she's gonna fight thanos in avengers 4 mm-hmm. and she's the one who goes toe-to-toe with him like successfully where the hulk got the shit beat out of him yeah i heard there's like a team-up fight with her and thor versus thanos oh yeah i heard that they definitely like she holds his own and she's like beating him up so Mm. so that that implies maybe she's had some experience with him so maybe you see round one in here and thanos gets the better end of it i'd be totally cool with that i'm down with that too sounds fun um so also that beeper you know nick fury has maybe that's you know because he's already had an experience with all this maybe we'll see uh, the next is Knives Out. Is that a Ryan Johnson movie? With Apparently, yeah. Correct. Ugh. Look, it's my favorite after Radiohead la- song. After, so after Last Jedi, we don't need any more Ryan Johnson movies. Um, let's just let's just get him out of look, the game. I think Ryan Johnson is a good Him filmmaker. and Kelly Marie Tran can make all the movies they want. Hang on a second. <laughs> Daniel Craig ain't got nothing going right now. Bond 25 is on hold, so. Let's think. So so he has three movies before Star Wars? Looper. Looper, which is Brick, not good. Brick, which is a neo noir movie in a high school, and I feel like he has some other one that I can't remember. Looper is not good. Looper is okay. The, no, just, then he, don't think of the mechanics of Looper. That's the problem. When you start thinking about the mechanics, shut of up, Looper, Jeff Daniels. I don't even know what that means, but okay. <laughs> that's that's his line in the movie to make you when when like they address in the movie that the the time travels bullshit. He's like, don't think about time travel. It'll just make your brain all scramble. You've like, watched this movie way more than I I've have. I've watched yeah. it exactly once. <laughs> oh, it's not good. It's not. And, and the last shit I... It's, as we get away from it, it's the worst Star Wars movie. It may have, it may have ruined Star Wars. I don't think it's the worst Star Wars movie. That's, but. that's a pretty dramatic statement. Yeah, it, it ruined it Star did. Wars. I mean, it killed Luke Skywalker. It... It just it did a lot of things that you can't undo. Yeah, we just disagree if they needed to be done or not. But I mean, they also introduced time travel recently into the Star Wars universe, so you can't undo anything. Yeah, that's true. I think there are way worse guys making movies than Ryan Johnson, Exhibit A, Michael Bay. So, whatever. I like his visual style. As what's what's Knives Out about? Do we know? It's a it's a murder mystery movie. We don't know like which is which is what Rick is about. Independent. Like yeah, he's shopping it's an independent property. It's not a book or anything. Nope, it's he wrote it. Oh, he wants Jesus. to direct it. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen Brick, Brick is actually pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I like Brick. Um, so, so we're predicting better, or worse than Transformers. <sighs> I'm gonna say better than Transformers. I'm gonna go worse, and I'm gonna be right. Jesse, I know you disagree. But <laughs> I think all three of his movies are better than Transformers. I, if there's I, a fourth, I don't know what it is, but. I'm still going to go better, because I like his visual style. Why is he writing stuff, though? His writing is the worst. It's fine. I, we're going to keep this on tape, and I'm going to refer back to you this. Can. You I, can. You can prove me wrong, but I'm going to stay positive on it. Yep. Um, next bit of news is the Netflix is doing The Witcher show based on the bunch of books and video games, mm-hmm. and it's going to star Henry Cavill as the main character, Geralt, if I'm saying that right. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how to say it. Uh, I don't know much about him. I haven't played the games. I know he's got silver hair, and he's like a badass. I know Henry Cavill, has, on interview, said that he plays the games. Yeah. So he's a big gamer. He plays World of Warcraft. Apparently, he's like a huge nerd. So I don't know how you can be a nerd and also look like that. Cause you got to be, in the, you gotta be in the gym a lot. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? So I don't know how he's playing video well, games. Well, he's an actor, so he's probably a nerd for a while. <laughs> well, but um, no, go. Ahead. I mean, the only thing I would say is, um, you know, I want a good video game property. The Witcher, apparently, it's like fantasy. So it's like open world RPG, fantasy, uh, a lot of beasts. Like, I think he's a hunter. So, I mean, picture like, you know, Lord of the Rings with like some fantastic beasts and where to find them with some edge kind of put together. Um, probably low budget if it's Netflix. Probably bad. <laughs> but I want it to be good. But I'm going to say prediction worse than transformers what do you guys think i mean look things from video games have historically not been well adapted <laughs> to the screen um i was gonna say that that you know i feel like henry cavill is a good cast in the sense that he fits any other generic masculine video game character he's just a square headed square jawed square bodied square of a person <laughs> yeah um and i i like you know i don't want to get all like come all across differently because i do think it's a good cast for like that show, oh that's for the, sure, that's the yeah. best that that's show the best is gonna they do. Could do. Yeah, yep. yeah. So I don't want to come across as like that. You know, definitely the best they could have done. Um, I, well, well, we'll get back to it. But it, you just that reminded me that um, I saw earlier this week that uh, Dave Batista said that it was like an inevitability that he was going to play Marcus Phoenix yes. in like a Gears of War yeah. movie. And I was like, oh no, that actually He's is perfect. That <laughs> would perfect, be perfect for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I'm not really familiar with the property, and as we've established, video game. Things have there's not a good one yet. We nope. haven't seen a good one. The best one is maybe Prince of Persia. Oddly enough, you may be right on that. Um, and it's slightly racist. So. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what to feel about this one, but we'll, I'll probably see an episode or two of it, especially tr- if Henry Cavill's in it. I'll try to watch it for sure. Uh, I think, Ian, you you hit it right in the head. It is the absolute best casting yeah. they can do. He, I'll watch it because of that. I, I there's agree. Some, yeah. There's some, bo- uh, what's his name, Boss Logic, like a guy on the internet makes you know fan casting stuff. It's He always does a really good job, and his choice was... Henry Cavill, and so he like did a design with Henry Cavill, and it it looks great. Like he, mm. you know, he does like you said, perfect square jaw, incredibly handsome, <laughs> the right choice. Um, I'm not familiar with the games, but everyone raves about it, so maybe the story is you know somewhat capable of yeah. translating. But no, I hear the story's good in the game. Yeah, so so, so maybe and they're based translate. on books. I mean, yeah, maybe if you, it's maybe like a Norwegian t- artist. Yeah. I don't know much about it. Maybe though. if you took more inspiration from the books than you did the video games, maybe that means they would translate a little bit yeah. better. I think I might play the game. This has me interested, so I might try it, and I'll let you guys know. Uh, last bit of news. Well, two more things. Uh, one is the Halloween trailer came out. I haven't watched the new trailer, but oh, it's reaction. really good. It's really good. I, I know the reviews came out today. The embargo lifted, and it's getting good reviews. Yeah, really good reviews. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think that is two weeks out. Somewhere like that. It's got to yeah, be. I it's got to it be October, f- right? Yeah. <laughs> was, oh, you're right. No, it's more like six weeks out then. Yeah, because I, I was gonna say the first week of October, but it's not because that's Venom and A Star Is Born. Mm. It may be the week after. Two I mean, it could after. be before. I'm not sure. Yeah, it there's is. definitely not a lot between now and then, but. October nineteenth. Yeah, so, yeah, we're yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. The only other thing that I was I read is um the Venice Film Festival happened and a bunch of movies premiered and got reviewed, including like A Star Is Born, If Beale Street Could Talk, uh, some of those ones we talked about in September, mm-hmm. and specifically First Man and A Star Is Born. They're saying 
are going to be Oscar awards. Yeah, I, I heard Beale Street's also like very high, highly yeah, regarded. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I think the three of those look really good. So, so we should keep an eye out for them. Definitely. Specifically, what we talked about in the podcast, I've heard Ryan Gosling in First Man is like a lock to be nominated for Best Actor, and Lady Gaga is basically a lock to be nominated. Yeah, I for hear Best Lady Actors. Gaga is like amazing. You heard it here her first, folks. Yeah, we called it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love that. Anyway. So without getting not getting invited to TIFF, we knew correct. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I guess that's all the news, Joseph. You're gonna start with the Predators. Sure, the Predators. So realistically, there are five movies where Predators appear at this point. Oh yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're cutting out the Alien so, versus. So we're skipping the the Alien versus. <laughs> they don't they're, count. <laughs> they're not really in continuity, and they're just kind of a pain. They're not even really about the Predators. Uh, no, they're more about aliens. Yeah, I don't know. They kind of have a mix, but. Um, so we're just going to do the, the, the main three, except for Predator 2 is kind of notoriously awful, and one of us was supposed to watch it. We're not going to say <laughs> who. I'm just saying it wasn't me. We're going to do the Cliff How about notes. this? How about this? We're going to do Cliff Notes on I, Predator 2. I'll admit, I didn't watch it, but have either of you ever seen it? No. <laughs> okay. So, so I'll rest th- my case. I think we're just going to do the good Predators, which, uh, are, are you looking for up the Cliff Notes for... Predator 2. Uh, I wrote it down. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Um, So we're going to start with the... Is it called? No, it's just Predator. It's just Predator. Isn't it? Uh, Which is 1987, uh, directed by Joel McTiernan, who is the same guy who directed Die Hard, which was probably like two years later, probably. Yeah, somewhere around there. Also, it's got a score by Alan Silvestri, who's done a lot of stuff since then. Yeah. And he did Ready Player One recently? Yes. Yeah. The Avengers theme, I believe, is Alan He's, he's been around forever, man. Yeah. Famously stars uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, Shane Jesse Black. Ventura, Shane Black is in this one <laughs> yeah. as an actor. You mentioned that on the podcast, and I thought you were just bullshitting me, but I didn't realize he yeah, was yeah. like actually an actor <laughs> yeah. in this movie. Uh, who he else? has big-ass glasses in it. He does. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, gets, he gets killed pretty early in it. Yeah, very early. But who's the Indian guy? I don't know his name. Sonny, come on, guys. I started getting to the first name. Can't remember. I don't know. Not coming back to me. Yeah, Jesse Ventura. We hate the main ones. You hate the main ones. Yeah. Carl yeah. Weathers. Great. Amazing. Yeah. And he's yeah. totally on steroids. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, he is jacked in that movie. They all are absolutely on steroids. <laughs> Correct. Carl Weathers, I mean, he's on another level. Apollo yeah. Creed has nothing on that dude. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, His veins are raging the entire movie. Too. And we talk. It's Vietnam. Am I right about that? Vietnam War is the impression I get. I thought it was South America. I can't. Remember. It's real. I, I don't remember. So here's the thing. Oh, um, were you supposed to watch this one? Yeah, I did watch this one. And this is the third time I've watched this movie, and like the first bit, you were Arnold Schwarzenegger's Dutch. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Dutch. His uh, him and his mercenary team arrive, and they go on a mission to free some hostages that are in you know like an enemy guerrilla camp. But like the details of what they're doing there and why they're doing it and where they are are all very confusing to me. And I'm pretty sure they get spelled out for, for whatever reason. I can ne- I can never really get a sense well, of... But are the people... What wh- what do the people look like? The hostages and like the bad guys? No, it's in South America. Is it South oh, America? Yeah, it's okay, in okay. South America. They're sent in the, the like cartel or whatever. They're like insurgents. They yeah, take okay. hostages of the local population and the special forces team comes out there and saves the hostages. Well, the yeah, hostages. The, the hostages aren't locals, though. They're... Like no, army no, no. folks. Yeah, I'm saying the the locals are the like um yeah. insurgent population. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. The first shot you get of, of Arnold Schwarzenegger is, is him in the helicopter with like a lit cigar, just like leaning back. It's great. Um, and then you you get to that 
famous handshake arm wrestle thing with him and Carl Weathers, where it's literally just a close up on their biceps. Oh my! And they like fighting. Yeah. It's great. I it, mean, this thing has. A, I mean, there's a lot of baby oil, a lot of muscles, so much it's muscles. Very eighties. It's it's good in that it ages well. It's a cool concept. Well, and you I, know, and I, I mean, and a I bunch kinda, of badass dudes who you think are like top of the food chain, and then like they're not. And that's kind of what I, one of the <laughs> yeah. things I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Is I feel like the script for this movie, and apparently the script for this movie was like it, the the original not premise, but the original like impetus for like starting writing the the idea was what if Rocky fought ET, but which is I love that pitch. I know it's great. <laughs> um, but one of the, the the two interesting things that I thought watching it again is if I was writing the script, I feel like I might have started with normal people. Mm-hmm. You know, like have somebody who is accidentally in the jungle and then getting hunted, but instead you have these super macho manly guys with all their guns and all their training and all this kind of stuff who are, you know, like you said, they're they're the top of the food chain or what they think is at the top of the food chain and they're the ones that get are getting hunted. Um, the other thing building on that that I thought was an interesting choice is especially early on, especially I mean, the very first part of the movie is all like macho bravado bullshit to show mm-hmm. off like what what a bunch of cool assholes these guys are. Um, and so I thought it'd be really easy to have them be like, just like dumb macho guys who get kind of outsmarted by the predator, which I mean, they do get outsmarted by the predator, but the thing is like, they do everything right Mm -hmm. throughout the movie. It's very clear that, you know, they're, they're thinking tactically, like they, they work together as a unit. No one kind of breaks off and does their own thing. They're constantly like analyzing, you know, well, they don't know what the enemy is, but they know it can do this and this. Mm -hmm. And so therefore we're going to do this. And it like, I feel like it would have been really easy, especially because you've intentionally picked people who are all, like, bodybuilders mm-hmm. to go for, like, the meathead approach, and they didn't. Um, and so, I, I don't know, I thought it was, I, I thought that was a really interesting narrative choice that I probably wouldn't have thought of, but I think works to the credit of the movie because then it shows, oh, man, this predator, like, even as big as these guys are, as trained as yeah. these guys are, as, as, as crafty as these guys are, he's still getting the better of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I really liked. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, it, I thought when when I what I remembered from this movie is that you don't know that it's like an alien movie from the beginning, but that's not right because the very first shot is the alien spaceship mm-hmm. just gliding along. So a- after uh, after the Dutch's gang of mercenaries go in and blow up the rebel ins- guerrilla compound, uh, they're trying to make their way back to like a a pickup point. Get to um, the chopper. Correct. And then they just slowly start getting picked off one by one by this invisible force that mm-hmm. you later find out is a giant alien monster that just likes to hunt things, I guess. But I don't know, man. It, it's uh, it, the, the effects don't hold up. And honestly, like the way that it's shot, I feel like is, is dated. Yeah. Just, just like a lot of filmmaking techniques mm-hmm. seem dated. But, but for an 80s movie, it's all right. No, I mean, it holds it, up pretty it, well. The, but the, I uh, like the end scene where, where Arnold covers himself in mud. Yeah. Yeah, that part's cool. The end fight's cool. <laughs> but yeah, but that's the thing. Like the the like the actual like the, the narrative structure and the story and the characters and like all that stuff holds up really well. What I think um, this movie does really, really well is um at the time when you think of alien monster movies or whatever, it's always in space or at night or in the dark. This movie's like in the daylight mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of takes this genre and inserts it in somewhere you're not used to, which mm-hmm. is, you know, in the jungle in the middle of the day. And it plays into its favor. I think Absolutely. It's really cool. For being outside, it feels very claustrophobic because, yeah. you know, you're in this jungle and you you can't really see anything. You, I don't know. It is. You're right. It's a very different environment, but it still kind of achieves that same horror effect. Yeah. The characters are all good. All of the all of the death scenes are pretty good. Actually, Jesse Ventura gets fucked the most. Everybody yep. else kind of gets their due. 
but he just like gets blindsided. I don't even know. He's not even doing anything. He's just like standing and they mm-hmm. kill him. Most of the time, there's like a hunt sequence. But yeah, no, I mean, everybody gets picked off but Arnold. And then there's the, the big fight scene where Arnold finds out that the Predator can only see in uh, like thermal vision. Yeah, and so, IR. And so he covers himself in, in mud and devises all these like nature booby trap things. Yeah. And, and I don't know. There's, there's just a lot to like in this movie. Yeah, I dig that movie. It's better than Transformers. It is better than Transformers. Definitely better than Transformers. Um, so yeah, Nexus Predator Two, but it's terrible. It has. Look, just let me let me do a little do, bit. Do a little bit. Came out in 1990. Stars Danny Glover, Gary Busey, and Bill Paxton, which should tell you the quality of movie we get. Yep. Uh, and it's kind of like what we talked about earlier. It's in the middle of like a uh, Los Angeles. There's two um, criminal elements going head to head, which are the. Uh, Jamaican and Colombian cartels. There's also like this really bad heat wave going on, which apparently plays into the plot. But Lieutenant Harrigan, played by Danny Glover, because he only knows how to be cops, uh, believes that this increase in crime is directly correlated to the cartels. But no, it turns out the cartels are the one dying all the time because there's this predator hunting them down. There's not much to it other than uh, Gary Busey is a federal agent who says the government knows and they set up this trap and everybody dies and only Danny Glover lives. Uh, the movie ends famously with Danny Glover killing the predator and other predators watching and not killing him because they realize he won fair and square and they give him like a like a old like a flint pistol, mm-hmm. meaning they had like been here in the past, oh, yeah. and this was a trophy, and they were giving it to him. This is also the movie that seeds the the alien v predator. Yes, because yes. in in the the predator ship there is an alien a skull, xenomorph skull oh, yeah. as a trophy. Yep. Um, yeah, they 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 were really leaning into the mythology here. The well, end. yeah, they, they, it's a lot of mythology. I mean, look, it, it, this movie came out in like the early nineties, nineteen ninety. Crime was a big thing. People yep. were real scared that the the world was going to turn into this dystopian for sure crime. And I mean, this this movie I feel like does not date well because of its kind of timeliness yeah. and probably because it had no budget because it's a sequel. Yeah, I mean it it made money, but it was pan. Gary but- Busey's also nuts. Yes, he's a crazy person <laughs> in real life. Um, I mean, it made some money, but it wasn't as much of a success as the first one. And it was pretty well panned, so much so that it took 20 years for them to make another one. Correct. Which, Ian? Ian. And this is 2000, I don't know. 2010. When, 2010. Yep. That's longer than I thought. Yeah. yeah, Predators with an S. Who directed this one? Robert Rodriguez. <sighs> no, he produced it. I thought that until I looked up oh, really? today. It's some no-name guy, Ivan something. But this sure. is uh, Predators. Is it's it's an okay movie that was a really good concept, but just wasn't executed well. It takes place on an alien planet, and it has a lot of callbacks to the original mm-hmm. Alien Planet. Um, basically, You're in the jungle again. Basically. Yeah, it's a jungle planet. Um, basically, a bunch of humans wake up in parachuting onto like mid-flight, you know, mid-drop. They wake up in parachutes and they don't know where they come. And they realize that you know, basically, there's three predators, and these are like the top killers from the army. Uh, there's a serial killer. There's a uh, a guy who's on death row. There's like a yakuza guy, mm-hmm. and basically these are like the, the predators from Earth, and like they're now being hunted by the predators. So it's 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 amping up the first one. It's taking that a concept and taking it to the umpth degree, you know. Um, big cast in this movie. Yeah. Yes, big cast. A lot of famous people. Mahershala Ali has a supporting role. Walter Goggins, Adrian a, Brody, Adrian is the Adrian lead. Bro- and Adrian Brody. That's the that's the problem with this movie. 
This movie would have been really good if it had like The Rock. And uh, look, or if The Rock would have done it, it would have made a billion Lawrence dollars. Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. I, I want to be clear that. Well, and I could see how Adrian Brody was like he. I could see how he got the movie because he walked up to like Robert Rodriguez, and was like, dude. Give me this movie. I love the Predator. I'm gonna put on 30 pounds. I'm gonna look like he a does get jacked. And he's he's not <laughs> he's he's not bad. Like he is believable in that part. He put but, on like five only. But <laughs> but you're right. I mean, if if you put in somebody who was like a bigger action star, this yeah. would have been a, a next caliber movie. 100 percent because he's trying to play the Arnold role. He like he's trying to play the quiet you know mercenary. At the end, he even like channels the end fight scene that Arnold did. He puts mud on himself and he's you know. Yeah, beaten up calls that. back and and you know it's it's very would have been better with an action star Henry Cavill. You needed someone with some muscle. So I Henry mean, Cavill wasn't a thing then for sure. Somebody somebody would yeah, but basically he yeah, Lister, he, but... he he didn't step up where he needed. Well, and to. the who's the other one? Um, uh, Eric Foreman. What's his name? Topher Grace. Topher, Topher Grace, Grace is in this movie, and yep. he's great. Um, he's playing exactly who he should be. Yes, yep. agreed. There. It's an interesting movie. It's not all that great. Yeah, I don't it makes think, a lot of. It has a good concept, but it makes weird choices. Like the whole thing, Lawrence Fishburne comes in late in the movie, and it doesn't work. You know, him being there the whole time doesn't make sense with how crazy he is. Mm-hmm. You know, he basically he he's been there for like ten years. They make it seem like, mm-hmm. and he's gone nuts. And and like the predator would have seen him. You know, there's also another predator they meet that they kind of help. And the only reason he's there is so you have a little predator-on-predator fight scene. Yep. And it's completely doesn't make sense why the predator. <laughs> and they don't even try and end. But like I said, and, and, and Topher Grace is also cast right, but his whole motivation at the end makes no sense. Like, he's, he's a good guy the whole time, and at the very end, he, like, just turns. Well, he's just supposed to be a psycho. Yeah, yeah. but why would you even want to Once turn on the, the world one human? burn kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Yeah, and, that and that's the thing. Like, I, I, I apparently have a much more positive opinion of this movie than you guys, because I really like I like the concept of they've kind of drawn the, the apex predators of Earth to them, and I'm, I, think they, I think they reveal it in the trailer, but it would have been a great reveal. And I think, I think it works in the movie where you find out that you're not on Earth. They come out to like a big clearing, and they're like, "Oh fuck, this is like yeah. somewhere else." Yeah, yeah. they don't yeah. tell you that in the movie right away. Um, so, so I think I think that twist to it and the the Eric Foreman twist are are like are effective. I, I really like the, that. The, the end makes no fucking sense. No, the, 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 the ending's end, they, not as strong. The end, they kill all three predators, right? And all that's left is Adrian Brody and this girl. The girl's been paralyzed from some, and they're still on the alien planet. With no ship to get off. And the last line is, all right, we're going to figure out a way to get off this fucking planet. And they just start walking. And it's like, you're going to be starving by the end of the night. You ain't going nowhere. Hey, look. You're looking, <laughs> you're going to it deep into this. If, if Lawrence Fishburne can survive for 10, ten years. years. <laughs> or at least so you're told. Adrian Brody seems to be in much better shape than Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, he lose some of that muscle mass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... It's it's a C movie. It's not good. Worse I, than Transformers. I, I like you. I thought like I was gonna like it because I remember being like, "That's a cool oh idea. shit." Maybe I shouldn't go back and watch it because no, I remember liking no, it. No, and it's not that good. I'm gonna go of this whole franchise, even having not seen two. Only two of them. Only one of them is better than Transformers. That's the original, and that's the first one. Yeah, it's worse than Transformers. The, the CGI is bad. It's got a, it's got a, it's got a predator dog. Yeah. Yep. Which is back in the new one. They're in. They're in the Shane See, Black. Yeah, I, I think this new one's gonna have a lot of mythology callbacks. Definitely. Like, well, I mean, and that's that's kind of what Shane Black is famous for is is like kind of making a movie that is a genre. In this case, it's gonna be a predator genre. But yeah. making that movie, but also deconstructing whatever he's making. What um, I would have loved to see. He is sounds Shane like Black. Ryan Johnson when you describe him that way. But but like better. 
for yeah, the most part. We should compare the two. I wish Shane Black would take the cast of Predators and that concept, because that, that just needs better writing and more special effects. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that was the right way to redo it, because it homages the first one, mm-hmm. and then it's still new. This one, I just... It, it looks stupid. You know, the first, this new one has a lot of uh, horror elements. Like, there's a, a sword scene with uh, the Yakuza. It's in, like, this grassy plant. There's some good scenes. There's a lot of good there. It just doesn't have that. It's missing the writing, mm. you know, and someone who, who put it together right. It was but, a cool idea to, to bring the franchise 100%. back. 100%. I'm telling you, and if, and if the, rock, the rock fucked up not picking that movie. So, I, th- I think it's better than Transformers. I guess the question but, is, what do you want out of this franchise? What do you want the new one to be, and do you think it will be those things? I mean, look... I don't love, I don't like love any of these movies. None of these are like my favorite thing. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I I think the thing that made the first one the most effective besides kind of you get that novelty of it. You don't get to see the alien until the very end. You know, it's out there, but you don't know what it's capable of. But I mean, kind of that same direction of battle of wits while you're getting hunted, trying, just trying to like constantly up your game, thinking you're going to get the drop on it and then it getting the drop on you. And then you kind mm-hmm. of everybody adjusting their strategy to try it try and outdo the other one um but never quite revealing everything that you you or the other you know or the predators are capable of i think that's what made the first movie effective but i feel like these i just feel like the sequels tried to be more complex than it needs to be that's fair um it, the franchise i think can be very simple this monster who shows up who loves to hunt things which is very difficult to kill finds the best people on the planet and tries to kill them. And it's a battle of wits. I would like to see one of these movies where the Predators win. Yeah. Um, they should just do one in every kind of element, like a beach one, mm-hmm. a snowy mountain one. Yeah, just one, drop in, a, a one, in the, one in the snow sounds actually really yeah, cool. Yeah, drop a commando fun. team with a Predator. You could do a lot of cool stuff with that. Because the thing is, you want to do, you want the Predator using his, like, crazy weapons in the, like, with different environments. So you could, mm-hmm. like, use his little boomerang to cut a Especially since a they might, what, you know, they somebody. might have different weapons for different environments. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. But, yeah, I think this one just looks like an action movie. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't look good. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I really like the last trailer that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reception <laughs> has not been good to early screenings. Yeah. So, you know, I guess I'll, I'm going to save my judgment until I see the film. But it's it's a franchise that, I'll be honest, I didn't need another one. Right. Yeah. Um, I think if Shane Black probably hadn't been in the original one, he probably wouldn't be making this movie. That's but, probably true. Deal. But uh, I'll see it. I'll I mean, see we'll it. see it probably for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The, the moment in the first one that I think encapsulates why I think it's a good enough series and why people want to see more of it is, like, one of the last scenes when Arnold's kind of, like, doing the hand-to-hand mm-hmm. thing against the Predator and he, he, like, lays this trap, and he's kind of, like, getting beat up but leading the, the Predator to the trap. But then, like, at the last second, he thinks he's got him, and then the Predator, like, looks and, like, is very clearly, like, analyzes the situation is like, no, this is a trap. I need yeah. to, like, change something else. I, I, I feel like that's what makes it interesting. It, it, it still has that, like, scary monster in the dark element to it. But it's also like it's not like a mindless monster. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, it's it's something that's also trying it's to outsmart you. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think that's what makes it interesting. So hopefully, we. I mean, I don't think that's what the Shane Black one's going to be. But if they make <laughs> another one, you know, I hope they capitalize more on that aspect of it. I just don't see this doing well at the box office. I, just I don't, don't either. I don't think there's enough interest in a Predator movie for it. No. Um, can you guys make the Predator sound? I can't do it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> also, apparently, the 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 Predator like face design was a James Cameron. Really? Uh, suggestion, yeah, like the whole like the mandible things out of his face, because that is also a good reveal in the first yeah. one where he takes yeah, off the yeah, helmet yeah, for yeah. the first time. 
That's a thing. Because that's, that's he, part of the coolness. Because he like, looks so humanoid up to mm-hmm. that point, and then you're like, well, maybe it'll be something we recognize, and then it's something like super fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and, I didn't know that. That's a good factoid. Yeah. And you also forget the first one; they don't reveal him right away. No, you know, no, part it of takes that, a long time, which man. is part of the, the the good. That's a good thing. Yeah, you, you just see the, like the clear shape walking around. Mm-hmm. That that effect is not good in no, retrospect. It's not. <laughs> Want to move on? Sure. In uh, this thing, what have we what have we been watching? Um, I finished One Punch Man. Good, because um, I listened to our anime podcast. <laughs> and Someone how, had to. How, how was that? The download of that one. Look, it was our best one yet. <laughs> We enjoyed making it. <laughs> so that means people don't want to listen to anime. Yeah, <laughs> you win. Um, I liked it, One Punch Man. I, I tried to watch some of the dub version. I do not like it. It's not as good. <laughs> I, but it's not, it's not, I think it's, it's not. I just don't like the voice of Satama. I just don't. Mm. I, everyone else is probably fine, but he, I just couldn't get into him. But, and then I watched uh, Big Mouth because the second season is about to come out in a couple of weeks, and that show is freaking hilarious. Um, I've been telling people about it all day. If you're unfamiliar, it's a Netflix animated show with a lot of guys who are like in the league, the show, the league, and it kind of handles these taboo subjects dealing with puberty and it, it like personifies it in the form of a hormone monster that's, you know, falling around with these kids. I mean, it's just really hilarious for, for as, it's super relatable well that's the thing for for as like like you said you know it's kind of taboo it's kind of gross it's kind of you know like it, it's not afraid to like tackle these kind of mm-hmm. things um for for that aspect of it it's way more endearing than it should be yes and i, and it, I think it is so endearing and charming because it, it feels so identifiable because yep. it feels like the same things that you were you were feeling yeah absolutely at, at that age the the ghost of Duke Ellington cracks me up. Every that's time really now. good. That's, that's Jordan Peele. A, yeah, that's such a weird like thing to think of. Uh-huh. Like we're gonna put the ghost of Duke Ellington in their house. Like I, uh, this is why I don't make original content because I'm not that clever. Right. But that is funny. They also do several like songs in the style of other yes, famous artists yeah. that they do really well. Yeah, the Freddie Mercury song. The Freddie pretty... the Michael Stipe one yep, is really yep. good. There's there's uh, several good ones on there. Yeah, that's about it. Ian. Oh, I watched a lot of football. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I watched... Uh, Football's back, baby! Woo! Yeah, it was good. I watched the Eagles uh, beat the Falcons. Sorry, Jones. It was an ugly game, but I'm glad we're 1-0. So now my last two wins as an Eagles fan, I've beaten who? Yeah, shut up. You look <laughs> technically, technically three of the last four. <laughs> so, oh, that is true. Yes. Oh. So I'm very happy about that. Eagles are clearly dominating this room right now. <laughs> but um, I also I just watched Peppermint with my grandma before I came over here. How was it? It's it's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's actually I, I liked it more than the Taken movie. Jennifer Gardner is pretty cool. There's oh. some cool action scenes. She kills a lot of L.A. Uh, Mexican gangsters, mm. like probably two hundred. <laughs> like, wow! Yeah, and a lot of corrupt cops and stuff. Um, now that she lost Ben Affleck, I think she's trying to get back in that acting. But she does, she does good in that. This just reminded me. Did you guys see the reviews on Widows came out, and they're saying it's spectacular? Yes, really? yes. Yeah. it's Steve McQueen. <laughs> We've officially put our worst than Transformers stamp on it, so we, we can't be we wrong. All said yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Well. We're never wrong. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Peppermint, I don't know what we said about that, but I would say for, for what it is, is an action movie better than Transformers. Wow. My grandma loved it. So that's I, really what matters. So that's what I mean. You know, like if you're just looking for like an hour and a half of mindless action, mm-hmm. that's good. What else have I watched? I watched Operation Finale. 
Oh yeah, with oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Oscar yeah, Isaacs. Yeah, I've yeah. yeah, uh, been watching actually more movies lately. Uh, so I watched that, that. And that movie is about the the people who went after Adolf Eichmann, who was the architect of the Final Solution. He escaped to Argentina after World War II. He lived there for like nine years, and a bunch of Jewish people from Israel. Uh, they it's like their CIA. They mm-hmm. sent a hit squad not to kill him, but to grab him and bring him back there for trial. And it doesn't turn into what you think, where it's like the action and a lot of people killing and grabbing him. It's they grab him early in the movie and it turns into like an Argo situation mm. where like they're trying to get out of the country without anyone yeah. knowing they have him. And it's good. It, it could have been better. Like you could tell it's like it has the the nucleus of a good movie, but mm-hmm. it just it's not there. But um Ben Kingsley's really good in it. Yeah. And then I've been playing He plays Eichmann in the movie, correct? Yeah. 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 Uh Oscar Isaac still I don't not sold on Oscar Isaac. I think he's overrated because of your Deuce Machia. I don't think he ever had done anything else very good. I feel like he he does like one and one. He's like batting fifty percent. Yeah. But but um and the other thing is I'm playing uh, Spider Man on PS4. How is that? I wanted to know. Yeah, it's dope. Like if you are familiar with Spider Man, this is like a lived in world, so it's like eight years in. It starts off with Kingpin getting taken down. Kingpin's mm-hmm. been like his number one dude his number one villain, and um, he doesn't work for the Bugle. He works for Otto Octavius, who's like his mentor and is like the like a great science mind, but kind of is like Parker. He's bad luck, doesn't have a lot of money. And the whole time when you're doing these science things, you like you can see you're building Otto's yeah. Dr. Octopus mm. stuff. So you're like a part of that. And then like the main villain is Mr. Negative, who's like a newer Spider-Man villain. And he's like uh, named Martin Lee, and he's a philanthropist in New York, and Aunt May works for him. And, like, uh, Mary Jane is an investigative reporter, and they've already broken up. So it's like they, they put a lot of tw- twists on things to make it, like, kind of different, mm. but still, like, a lived-in world. And um, I'm probably, like, 50% of the way through, so I'll let you guys know when it's done. But so far, it's, like, got a lot of cool boss fights, a lot of yeah. cool scenes. And it starts that way, too. So yes. like right away, you're in the... In you the... fight a... Oh, there's a really cool boss fight with Shocker, which is cool. A really good Vulture boss fight, and then a Kingpin right in the beginning, mm-hmm. which is dope. And, like... Just swinging through New York's really fun. I was about to say, how are all like the the swinging mechanics and awesome. stuff? Awesome, yeah. yeah it's, it's that's great. the best part is just like going through New York, and they've recreated New York like perfect. Like with, and it's like a Marvelized New York. Like I'm taking these landmarks as a photo mode. So the Sanctum Santorium, I've taken a picture yeah. of mm-hmm. uh, the Avengers Tower, um, uh, Murdoch and Nelson's law firm. Oh, that's fun. So it's like Rand it's like, Industries. Yeah, is in so it. it's like a Marvelized, and like honestly, if they wanted to go bigger in number two make those locations and start interacting with more heroes. Absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, they, they can do anything with that. And, the Embassy uh, for Wakanda is in New yes, York. Yes, it's 100%. Yeah, and, um, like, um, there's and, a lot of cool, like, Black Cats pops up. Uh, and then they do, like, Tombstone, who's, like, a villain you don't really hear of a lot. They do a cool thing with him. And, like, uh, Taskmaster. So a lot of these, like, sub, 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 you know, villains, they're, like, there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on with it. But you could do the Punisher. I mean... With a Marvelized New York, you could do so much with it. I have only played up through probably an hour or so. I, I up through the where you got to turn the towers back on the Osborne towers or yep. whatever, that, and that's when it really opens up. Like the beginning part's pretty like structured and it's yep. like, but it's so fun. You yeah, know, it's, it's just, just like a blast. I, those are my kind of games. Like it's very Arkham Knight. Yes. Well, I was thinking the mechanics. Yeah. Did you play any of the Arkham games? I haven't played. I haven't played video games. Yeah, the, the mechanics <laughs> are almost identical yeah, yeah, yeah. to the the Arkham games, which is good. I yeah, mean, yeah, it feels fun. familiar. and If you play for like an hour, you'll be feeling like Spider-Man, So, yeah. which is what it should be, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I did I did spoil myself. I know the ending and the two cutscenes. You do this to yourself I don't want to know. Oh, they're good. See, I'm really bad. I don't, I don't like hearing that shit. Because like, I'm the guy who like, 
I tried 100% of games, so, like, I don't do the main story right away. I'll do all the side shit. Yeah. But the other thing that's cool, one more thing, is, like, they put in so many suits. So, like, mm-hmm. the whole game, like, you're unlocking a new suit every, like, every couple levels. So, like, and then I'm just switching my suit. So, like, you get to go through, like, 27 suits. And some of them are, like, Spider-Punk, Spider-Man Noir, like, mm-hmm. a lot of cool stuff. And it's, like, all the story and the cut modes have the, each different suit. And, like, uh, it's just, it's visually cool. It made me want to go out and buy a PS4 because I was playing it at my brother's house. Yeah, if you're into, like, the Arkham games, like, and you don't have, like, uh, you've played video games in a while, this is the one to go back in on. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I feel like Spider-Man is just made for video game form. Yeah, I would agree. Um, And so, yeah, no, I, I, I'm listening to it and it makes me want to play, but I do not need another, I don't need to go back to video games. Yeah, you, you guys do, do anime. Though. You guys do anime. That's like it the requ- same thing. It requires time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm investing in anime. Um, I'm powering through BoJack Horseman again in preparation for the new season, which Did comes out this yet? Friday. Oh, okay. Friday. Friday. What season are you on now? I'm midway through season three. Oh, you're killing it. Yeah, well, I got to get through four seasons by Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I might do that as soon as you guys leave. <laughs> um, I watched uh, Death of Superman again with, with the wife. You had and- that on... No, I just rented it again. Uh, I really want to watch that. But it's I good. Buy it. I mean, it's five bucks to rent. I don't know. On Amazon, it's five bucks. Oh, Google Play is what I did it on. But yeah, um, and it's still a great Superman story. It's probably I hate renting stuff. Like it's like no value on that. You know what I mean? I mean, look, I'm. I was gonna <laughs> say I wasn't gonna go back and watch it again, but I just watched it again. So touche. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm still watching Attack on Titan week to week, and for the most part, I really liked this season. But I feel like this past episode had, like, four big reveals that, one, is too many reveals for one episode, and two, they just, like, there was not enough time to react to yeah. it. As as a viewer, and especially as, like, the characters in the story, like, I wouldn't say they're all, they're all like, you know, Luke, I am your father big for the story, but maybe, like, two of them, and maybe, like, the other two are, like, Leia's my sister big. <laughs> uh, but they're, like, very major changes for, like, the yeah. landscape of the story and, like, resolutions to mysteries of, of things that, you know, we've been wondering about for three seasons now. But again, like, we just had to blow through them. There's no reaction from the characters. We just, like, accept that this is the world we're in now. It's like, oh, it's a little too fast, but okay. Yeah. So I'll see I'll see if there's, like, more unpacking in the coming weeks. But that was, that's uh, that's my first time in this show that I've, like, is it, hang on a second. It's coming on Hulu? Yeah, Hulu. Week to week. I started season one over again. Still, like, power back up to catch back up. Yeah. And it's, I never watched season two, so. Yeah. The other thing I forgot, I watched uh, Jack Ryan, too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, I need Jack to watch Ryan, that. Yeah, too. And well. I would recommend that. I really like Jack Ryan. Yeah, it's, I really enjoyed it. What I, so what I got to the end of it, one yeah. thing I appreciated is, number one, it's like that character is not normally like those characters would be. It's not even like his character in 13 Hours, where he just walks in and it's the biggest badass in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Jack Ryan is a reluctant hero no. in this one. It's, he's great. Yeah, and it yeah. works. John Krasinski's so, great in that movie, and like they spent a lot of money. High yes. production value. Yep. Very good scenes, good action. It's it's only eight episodes. Yeah. It's short. I love John Krasinski, I realize, because he has a huge nose like me. I never <laughs> put it together, because when the beard, you can't really tell. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has a huge nose when he shuts when he sh- shaves that beard off. When I got to the end of it, man, what I wanted, though, is, and I know they're not going to do this, but I want season two or season three to be a Jack Ryan story we know, but in that, like, gritty, real, like, you mm. can't do Hunt for Red October. I get that. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. you could do Clear and Present Danger. Yep. Like, that's what well, I want to the second see. season's going to be, I mean, in Russia. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's going to be completely different. Yeah. I mean, it's excellent. It's got uh, Wendell Pierce, who, you know, if you, anyone who's watched yep, The Wire, Wire with Bunk, mm. um, and then John Krasinski, and then... 
Those are the two men. And the Harris guy, I forget his name, Solomon, but whoever the actor is, yeah, is I can't great. Think of it. So it's very, if you guys, if anyone watched Homeland on Showtime, yeah, if you're in Homeland, it's very Homeland. Yeah, so, I dig it. It's a good yeah. show. Very good. I think that's everything, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so next week, probably The Predator by Shane Black. But cool. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Feel free to rate us, subscribe us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends. Yep. Especially tell your friends about our anime episode because it was super good. Um, it's, it's probably the best one we've ever done. I we, mean, it's top notch. We really, we really, I mean, not your talent. It's, it's that no one likes anime. Uh, <laughs> um, if you want to get in touch with us, again, we're still taking suggestions on, uh, on a name. Again, we were going to stick with the better, worse than Transformers metric, but we just might do a... Bad nerds. Well, we, but maybe bad nerds. We'll see. Uh, no one likes anime. No one. It's called. Oh, okay, look, look. <laughs> That's a fair name. That is. <laughs> it would be weird if we talked about anime all the yeah. time, though. Uh, but you can reach us at betterthantransformers at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Facebook and Twitter at BT Transformers. Thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.